let you know today is Thursday, April 18th. Uh, we are your hosts, Michael and Michael. Uh, if you haven't listened to the intro episode, um, I'll just give you a quick little rundown here. Uh, my name is Michael. My co-host's name is Michael as well. Uh, we're going to be... Say hello. Yes. Hello. <laughs> we're going to be uh, running you through uh, this series called Tell Me What You Know. Um, so we'll just go ahead and hop into today's topics. Uh, first topic, Michael, tell me what you know about podcasts. Podcasts. So meta. So meta on the first episode, <laughs> talking about podcasts. Um, I mean, my, my feeling on podcasts or what I know about podcasts, uh, obviously, I got into podcasts from the serial podcast, from the NPR stuff. NPR does, I think, some of the best stuff. Sure. I then got into the How I Built This, yeah. one of my favorite podcasts. Um, but to me, it just was like the logical next step from radio to this doesn't need to be live, but we've got this thing recorded and this is kind of like a show that people like listening to and uh, I'll put it out there and people can kind of download and listen on their own on their own time. Uh, but what I think is really interesting about it is that the shows, people people are kind of getting back to their creativity around just audio, you know, uh, versus we're going to put together a full like television program where we're creating a show that way. This is so much different. Um and I think it's interesting that when you start thinking about it over and over again, you, you kind of start creating new uh, genres, like new things that people can then consume with, with podcasts. Like uh, like the whole serial kind of created this whole true crime genre now that people can follow. So right. um, so I, that's sort of my background on understanding uh, podcasting in general. Yeah, I mean, so – the internet is, is a wild place to say the least. Uh, it's the kind of ever changing space. It, it makes sense that like podcasts that came about like at a necessity almost. I mean, it was, it was just going to happen. If you look at places like, like blogger, there were, there were blogs and Twitter and all this kind of stuff uh, where people were putting basically their voice out to whoever wanted to get it. It, it made sense that these audio files were going to come next basically, I guess. And so um, I guess Back in like the late '90s, early 2000s, the, the kind of the two people that were, I guess, credited with creating them, uh, mm-hmm. Adam Curry and Dave Weiner. Hmm. Curry was a media personality. Dave Weiner, more of a software developer. He was credited with updating RSS uh, to where you know before it was mostly just text files and images. Mm-hmm. They were able to get in larger, larger files like like uh, MP3s. And so when he was meeting with a colleague of his, Chris Lydon, who had a you know a radio show and was he was a journalist, so he was doing these audio interviews and uploading them to their blog so his readers could read this. They kind of worked together to where uh, they were able to, to format the RSS to where these audio audio files were you know automatically put into the subscribers' phones. You know, mm-hmm. Everybody at this point it was the you know the advent of the iPod and everybody in their in their pocket had a device where uh, they could listen to, to to songs, to audio clips, to whatever, and then podcasts as well. So the technology kind of caught up with. Sort of like the consumption and the technology sort of grew together naturally. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and and I, I kind of read an interesting conversation between Weiner and Leiden and a few other people. Uh, they were talking about how um, Chris, Chris Leiden had, had this terrestrial radio show, uh, I think up in Boston in the late 90s, early 2000s. And the whole premise of the show was that the, you know, the standard adult could make sense of things more than traditional radio gave them credit for. So basically, you know, People aren't as stupid as media made them yeah. think. So it was more of like a, a you know like an open forum type 
discussion where, yeah. you know, let's, let's get down to it, to, to the brass tacks here and, and talk about what's actually happening. Let's get into be, the weeds. Yeah. Let's not be fed this, you know, one side or the other. Yeah. Um, and, and they kind of made podcasting a conversation where you could you know, use these four letter words that you couldn't use on terrestrial radio and you could have conversations that you would have with your friends at, at your dinner table in the kitchen or mm-hmm. at, at a bar. And so I think it was kind of a breath of fresh air for people. They were able to, to get their, their opinions out there, um, whether for good or for bad. That, uh, that was kind of the, uh, the gist of it, I guess. Well, it's kind of something that we kind of see this with some of our other business and stuff, but people are so caught up in the, the, they're so worried about time and they're so worried about create, like, I want to create a video, but I don't want it to be too long because people don't watch things that are long. But I think this is an interesting case where long form really succeeds on the internet. Like it can, it can, it, it found its place. And I think that long form in it's, and it's done in the right way can be really effective. Sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and so I think, about, yeah. and I, I don't have the actual facts to back this up. Yeah. I would imagine that a lot of the stuff early on was more maybe news based or what's happening in the world mm-hmm. type stuff. But you have seen this growing entertainment side of it as well. You see that with serial, which is true stories, but they're super entertaining. They're like dramas for, for whoever wants to listen to them. Um, and then there's, you know, now there's things about literally every subject there's a podcast for, I would feel like sports, yeah. movies, video games, what have you. There's, yeah. Somebody out there putting out, you know, their take on, on, on the, on the subject matter. I think there's, you know, now like 40 something million Americans over the age of 12 are listening to podcasts on a weekly basis. Yeah. It's growing it's a, a lot. Number. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like over a hundred thousand English language podcasts out there right now. It's uh, it's a tremendous amount of, of, of data and, and content that's out there for people to, to get their hands on. I think I saw Charles Barkley say something about, he doesn't like the, the fact that now everybody could feel like they have the ability to, to, to be listened to essentially. Well, Charles Barkley thinks that's just from podcasts and he had that on Twitter. I feel like, cause that's, I mean, this has been around for a long time it, with, with Tumblr and blogger before yeah, that even, yeah. and people creating their own websites. Like when, when, when web 2.0 came out or whatever, web 1.0, I guess when people were able to create their own web pages, even their own MySpace pages and, and kind of put their fun fonts in there and stuff like that, they were able to, whoever wanted to, to get it to understand their opinions could get them. Yeah. Um, and, we see the good and the bad from that. I feel like, yeah, but it's, it's interesting. And I think uh, podcasts definitely give people a space to maybe to tap into some creativity. They, they might not know that they have, yeah. which is kind of the reason I'm getting into it. I yeah. think it's uh, I'm no expert in the field, obviously, but it's, it seems like a fun challenge to kind of put yourself out there and, and, and talk about some different subject matter. And I think we have a kind of a cool premise here. So I think we'll have some fun with it as well. Um, definitely. And uh, yeah, I'm going to look forward to how this thing evolves. So you ready for my topic? I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Make me feel stupid, please. Michael, tell me what you know about fostering cats. <laughs> this one's uh, pretty close to home for you, huh? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. I chose one that, that would be kind of personal. Yeah. So uh, you're actually not my only friend that has experience in fostering cats. Really? Yeah. I have a good friend named John uh, who has been into fostering cats for a while now. Um I always ask why he doesn't foster dogs because I'm of the belief that dogs are superior to cats. I know that's either one or the other, although mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. grown kind of fond of cats recently. Um, but his, his answer was always, well, you know, cats are so independent. You can leave them at home. You don't have to like from day one, you don't have to be there to let them out, to feed them. You can leave food out. You can, they have their litter box, that kind of thing. So it's kind of an easier way to do something nice for the animal, animal community. 
Definitely. Um, and they are, they are easy. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're so super easy. easy. It's just, you know, do you want a box of crap in your house or not? I guess it's kind of the <laughs> sort of the question. <laughs> yeah. And how well do you deal with wet food? Cause I'm kind of a, a, a pussy. The smell, sense. the smell ruins it for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It kind of ruins, uh, it, some are better than others. I mean, yeah. in, well, okay. They're all, they're all bad. Some of them are not as harsh, not as uh, foul as others are. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, what it does for the animal population and, and saving lot. I mean, I would imagine it keeps cats from being euthanized, from being put down, I guess. Those mean the same thing. <laughs> for anybody out there that that's wasn't true. clear on, on what euthanized yeah, They're all going so, to a farm. Yes, around. exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I was told. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell me more. So for those of you who don't know me, I was recently introduced to cats pretty much in general. Uh and so my girlfriend wanted to foster cats. So we'd been living together for a while and my outer defenses finally got broken down. And, yeah. and I was like, all right, we can start fostering cats. She, she would foster cats before we ever moved in together. So I, I come from kind of more of your background. I'm more of a, a dog person. I grew up with dogs. And so cats to me were always, I, th- I think my only uh, Reference for a cat was like this stray cat that came around our house in Arizona, and I nicknamed him Saddam Hussein because it was like the first Gulf War. He looked just like him. Yeah, basically. I was like, all right, that's Saddam Hussein. So I definitely like mixed feelings, but I was curious to know. I was just curious about the situation, and I was also just, I was also kind of thinking if it didn't go well, then at least uh, we tried it, and then we could just get rid of these cats and then just not live with these other entities that are living in your house because. I mean, I've kind of mixed emotion, like mixed feelings on uh, adopting uh, like a rescue animal in general. Just they have their own baggage with them, and it's just sometimes it's nice to have a, a you've raised something from like a little kitten or a, a puppy. Sure, it's with you. Um, so the first foster kittens we got, first foster kitten, fucking sucked. This cat <laughs> sucked. This was one of those where I what thought a great welcome to the foster. Game it was not. I think I was over at a, a friend's place when she brought the cat over. It wasn't with us for very long, but it was like stayed underneath the bed. Mm. Katie like slept on the like she thought it would be a good idea to sleep on the ground, thinking that you know the cat would come out because oh it's on the same level, kind of climatize it to being around humans. That kind yeah, of thing. all that all that stuff. And this was kind of what I was scared about. Like all of a sudden now my girlfriend's sleeping on the ground. I, you know all this crazy stuff's happening. Um. But stayed with it. Uh, another round of kittens was caravaned up to the DMV. Uh, and speaking of being from Carolina, North Carolina, yeah. uh, there are a shit ton of rescue animals coming from the Carolinas. Like, I don't know what is going on in the Carolinas that produce just a ton of stray animals. Because we, we actually had a, a black lab come up from a, like a kill shelter or something in Jesus. Carolina. That's something to look into. I wonder if we're just like, have, we're super against animals down there. I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's pretty rare, but uh, or pretty weird. But anyway, so we got two uh, tabby cats. Mm. Nikki and Bree were our, our second okay. fosters. Uh, so I guess I kind of jumped ahead there. We, I've, it's called foster failures yeah. when you <laughs> you foster cats or foster dog, and then you end up keeping them because uh, that's what everyone will say. Oh, you're gonna get the dog, you're gonna get the cat, and you're gonna fall in love with it, and it's gonna enter. Yeah, that's yeah. basically what happened with Nikki and Bree. So. To cut into that, my, my buddy John actually just had his first foster failure. He's got a cat now. Uh, that When I went down to visit him a few weeks ago, I walk in. I was like, oh, this is a new foster? He's like, no, this is the same one. I just kept it. You just kept it? So he's he's you're not you're not alone in that. Oh, I, I think it's a very common story. Yeah. Um, but we named him Nikki and Bree after the 
WWE Divas, Nikki and Brie Bella, uh, Arizona hometown favorites of mine. Um, and so, yeah, they're like being from a dog background. When I think about uh, any animals, when I think about dogs, I'm like, oh, what kind of dog do you have? Mm. And that kind of will tell me everything about the sure. dog. So I didn't know I, I I had no idea about breeds of, of cats and like uh, no, there's there's one breed it's a cat it's a cat yeah but there are more breeds than yeah, yeah, <laughs> just cats of course yeah. uh, so just doing some simple googling our most common cat breeds yeah um, Persian Siamese domestic short hair domestic long hair American short hair exotic short hair the Maine coon cat Jesus Christ ragdoll <laughs> Himalayan the uh, this is my favorite. The uh, Abyss, Abyssinian Abyssinian. That's cat? your favorite. Yeah, Abyssinian. Yeah. It looks like a like a mountain lion, uh, and the cat is known for a very colorful personality, and <laughs> right. it has yeah. a proclivity to water, which is like a very different thing about sure. cats. Sure. Um. So this is something I like. I didn't know these these cats have different personalities. They have different, uh, different traits. Um. So then I was like, all right, so how much, how expensive can these cats become then if all these different breeds exist? So I did, did a little Googling here. Um, you really uh, get into the scholarly research. Oh, I was really, I really wanted to research this a little bit. Uh, so the, called these vanity cats. These, these are the Instagrammers that want to have uh. some pretty cat or some weird looking cat. Um, the Bengal can go for 1500 to five grand. This looks like a little Bengal tiger. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Cool. Those are pretty cool looking. Yeah, uh, fifteen thousand is that what you said? Uh, fifteen hundred to uh, five thousand. Jesus, fifteen hundred probably sounds like the low side. Probably be higher on like the five thousand. What's the fifteen thousand ones like? Fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollar ones like missing a paw or something? <laughs> missing a paw. It yeah. doesn't have like. Oh, it's more of like a darker Bengal. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Maine Coon cat uh, has like fluffy fur and big size. It costs nine hundred to thirty five hundred bucks. It does look pretty cool. Um, and then there are some like rare cases of some exotic breeds with like five figure, like $50,000, $25,000. And then there's one weird breeder in California and there's like some controversy around this. Uh, they only produce five kittens a year of this one type of crossbreed hybrid exotic cat. It's called the, uh, the Ashera and it goes for $125,000 a cat. Okay. Crazy. But I have a question about that. They only produce one kitten a year. Five kittens, so okay. one, 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 one litter, litter. one okay. litter of kittens. I thought kittens. you said one. I was wondering what they did with all the, the rest of the litter. I uh, know. That's too much. We can't have six. So, okay. That's a lot of money for a cat. Yeah. I mean, that's some Kardashian, Saudi bullshit right there. Yeah. See, I don't know if you could – there's not really a number – 125000 I would take a cat, but there's not a whole lot of – like, I wouldn't take a cat for much less than that, I like, <laughs> let alone pay them. You'd have to be given $125,000 and the cat right. for you to keep the cat. Right. All right. Yeah. Well – well, so I was told Nikki and Brie were tabby cats mm. when I first got them. Right. And I thought that was like a breed. So, so I probably I. was stupidly saying to other people that were cat people, like, oh, I've got tabby cats. And they're like, That's that not a doesn't really help me. That's not a breed. Uh. So a tabby cat is a term used to describe a genetic uh, variation with cats. Okay. And so when you have this tabby gene in you or this variation in you, in the cat, you have these, they have these stripes. And the, right. the stripes are where, oh, you're a tabby cat, you got these stripes. And then the other um, mark on them that's like the mark of a tabby cat is on their forehead, the marks look like an M. Mm. 
Uh, so you can see, like, on Nikki, Nikki has, like, a big pronounced M on her forehead. Gotcha. Yeah, go figure. So, so if a cat has stripes, it's tabby, but it can be, like, a tabby exactly. whatever. A tabby orange cat or okay. a tabby, yeah, or these other things. Gotcha. Um, so many people, like, hypothesize about, like, what the M means. Mm. Uh, and so, obviously, cats have a long history in Egypt. So people thought that the M might be for uh, Mao, which in Egypt, Egyptian means cat. It's also how you say, uh, so what's, what's the noise that cats make in Egyptian as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the, the Egyptians were onto something. Yeah. Uh, some people believe it might have like a religious background, like Virgin Mary aspect. But uh, more interestingly, Muhammad, Islam, like loves cat. Islam is all about the cat. I didn't know this. Yeah. Uh, Muhammad's like, they on the Wikipedia page for it, there's actually an Islam and cats Wikipedia page, which I think is rare. Or funny, uh, where it says Muslims consider cats to be the quintessential cats. They're like the, they're, they're, excuse me, the quintessential pet. Excuse oh, me. Okay. And like Mohammed considered it to be the perfect pet. So and you and like cannot kill. These were like protected animals. Right. Um, he, pre- he appreciated how uh, clean they were. All right. So I'll give it to him. Uh, huh. Yeah. Love the cat. Interesting. Um. So when I say we fostered cats, Katie really was the foster. Sure. So. I was kind of interested in sort of the nonprofit business side of fostering cats. Like, are people making money off of this? Is there some woman somewhere that's running this organization that's just like bringing in a bunch of money? It's not like that. It's pretty nonprofit. Runs pretty, uh, pretty lean. Yeah. But uh, but it's an interesting. Like, it's a big network. Big. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts to it. So, are all these uh, adoption agencies and and I guess um, fostering. Are they fostering agencies, I guess? Yeah. They're, they're, are, they, they're, are they interconnected? So this is my question. I was like, I, they're all mostly regional because of how much, like how boots on the ground you have to be sure. with getting, you know, you got to get these cats or dogs up to your area. So yeah. like you got to get them from North Carolina where there's too many mm-hmm. up to DC where there's more people that would be looking to adopt them. Right. So there's, you know, all that caravan process and they bring them up on these, in these like vans. Um, drive up here eight hours and then they get out and then literally they go into like their adoption event. Right. Um, but it's like a big operation. Um, and so then you have the adoption coordinators, which Katie would have been an adoption coordinator. Uh, so she has to have all these interviews with people that have come to the website and been like, I'm interested in adopting a pet. Yeah. Then they have to have like a FaceTime chat. They got to look at their house to make sure they're not like hoarders, you know, hoarders or any Just of that dirty. other crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say most of the, most of the time, she didn't find anybody that was, like, so weird. Right. But uh, there were certain times where the cats would be returned for some reason. Like, so that's, like, the ultimate goal of the adoption coordinator is to find somebody that won't return the cat. Sure. But then sometimes, like, the people just end up being weird and return the cat after being, like... Like Lena Dunham. Like, Lena Dunham returned a cat? A dog, I think. A dog? Yeah. Oh, fucking bitch. <laughs> I mean, you, you made it a commitment. Yeah. I mean, that's your that's dog right. now. You're not giving it back. No. I never understood that. Um... I mean, we, we caved and we're keeping Nikki and Bree. I mean, right. Um, but I would say all of last year we did like almost 20 cats. And they come up in like waves. So they're like little nuclear families. So like they keep all the, the brothers or sisters together and they all name them by the same. Uh, like these are the N cats. These are the P cats. Like first letter or yeah. like uh, some kind of other. Yeah. So like uh, we had like a C cat. We had like cotton candy and Uh, all these different guys those were good cats um but it was definitely having five cats in an apartment is a little crazy 
uh, especially yes. not coming from that, from that background. You know, it's a little crazy, um, but it does feel good when you kind of like get a cat to somebody that you know is kind of a crazy cat lady. Yeah, because you get it out of your house. You get it out of your house too. It's, it's very true. Yeah, um, but it's like kind of a full time job. Dude. <clears throat> You're constantly thinking about it. You can't like to your point about it's not it's not a dog that you kind of have to worry about the dog destroying your house or having to go outside to go to the bathroom. You can kind of leave it. But five, it kind of gets up to. It's kind of a lot of cats. Yeah, you. I wouldn't. I would never do that. <laughs> as much as I like animals, might not be. It might not be for you. Not for me. Um, but I've done a complete 180 on cats. Yes. I if know. anybody is kind of interested, I, I would say. I would say try to find a cat that you can hang out with for more for more than like 15 minutes. Because no cat, I think, will be. It's not gonna. They're not gonna open up to you in 15 minutes. You need like a little bit longer. Sure. Um. Unlike a dog, you know, dogs gonna come over and run on is you know gonna be nice to you like right away. Cats are not like that. Yeah. So Michael, now you know. Now I know. Now, now you know. know. What did I do without this information before? I don't know how I. I don't know. <laughs> but now you got a bunch of really good lines for. It's true. Going out, Islam Actually, and cats. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I jotted that down as my go-to. Yeah. Hearing all that stuff about how you know the Virgin Mary mark and that kind of thing, I, I, I knew that cat people were crazy. <laughs> I mean, they're going to yeah. be able to find uh, a religious sure. aspect of things in just about anywhere. Right on. Thank you for that. Yeah. Appreciate the information. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think it's going to do that for uh, do it for episode one. Uh, tell me what you know. We're going to have episode two dropping the same time next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you then. See ya.